Is she underpowered or oh, overpowered? Okay. Seriously, that's I, I have she's to overpowered. Know. That's the joke. No, yeah, that's the joke. She's like, overpowered. She's overpowered, but because of but it's circumstantial because falsely. she can only use it once a day, so she's. Yeah. But doesn't that make her underpowered if she can only use it once a day? Because that's that, the joke. Alex, it's Honest a fucking comedy. A f- that's the God joke. I know, but <laughs> Why I are you taking Alex? this anime so serious? Alex, what are you doing? Welcome to Anime Club After Dark, the podcast that delves into all things anime, manga, and otaku culture related. I'm your host, Alex, but you can call me Senpai. And joining me tonight, I have everyone. We have our czar of source material, John. Ekum bookum. Ekum bookum. <laughs> we, we have our bozer extraordinaire, Nitai. Dame dame. Dame yo. Or I should I say, Baka Nitai. <laughs> and we have our chivalry of Shota Shotaro. I'm the hood Mona Lisa. <laughs> the hood Mona Lisa. The hood. What? what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> That's what I am. <laughs> Alright, well, um, so tonight, tonight we have an interesting discussion uh, planned, but before we get into it, I actually do want to talk about something that's kind of serious, which is very difficult to segue into after all of that bullshit. Um, so a, uh, this is kind of serious, but a, a, a survey was released recently, uh, by the Japanese, the Japan Actors Union, which represents both, you know, live action actors and voice actors in Japan. And one of the questions on this survey was, have you ever thought about wanting to die because of work? And... Uh, now, ad- admittedly, this was a very small sample size, but there were 166 respondents to this question. 48 of them answered yes. That's roughly 30% have thought Damn. about actually killing themselves because of work. That's not good. Yeah, but um, is it really working if you don't feel like fucking dying every three days? Come on. That's a very American thing to say, John. <laughs> it is, <isn't> it? <laughs> Because you know what? As a fellow American, I know exactly what you mean. <sighs> yeah, that's... Damn, Americans. <laughs> after tu- a- after Tuesday, you walk in and it's like, why do I even bother with you people anymore? <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a terrible statistic. But, I mean, the only country that I can think of that's worse than America when it comes to, like, working is Japan. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, makes sense. I mean, for for as for as much as you and I could probably you know rag on the whole work culture of America, like you go to Japan and it's like work is not a culture; it's a fucking way of life. Like there are people who live where they work in Japan. Right. Yeah, I mean, you you hear it even in the anime industry. There's animators that don't go home for weeks, perhaps months at a time. Yeah, and there's like, yeah. and th- there's no such thing as like overtime pay over there. There's a lot of black companies. Yeah. We've talked about this before on a previous episode, but like, it's a mm-hmm. it's an actual serious thing, serious problem. Like, there's what the fuck's a workers union? We've never heard of that before in Japan. 
What are unions? What are workers' rights? What are unions? <laughs> exactly. Is that a word? Workers? Wait, workers have rights? What is this? Nah. So that's mm, some it, bad news, man. Yeah. It's yeah, it, it's not great. Um, especially there have been some recent, I guess you could say, high profile. Of course, if you don't really pay attention to um, like Japanese live action stuff, maybe not so much. But there have been some high profile Japanese actors and actresses who have committed suicide recently, and so it's yeah. kind of highlighted, you know, how much of an issue this is. And something else that we've talked about on this podcast, like we've talked multiple, multiple times about how animators are overworked and how like you know ev- just about everyone in the anime industry is, is overworked to some extent but we don't really talk so much about like the voice actors but they are too and there a lot of voice actors in anime are have sort of become this public face of the anime that they make because they'll go on and they'll do like television appearances to promote their anime and they do these radio shows and there's all this, all this pressure on them to constantly be on and like portraying the characters that they play. And I can, I can see that after a while that would probably become grading on you. Also because they have that whole like idol culture thing that extends to their actors mm. and voice actors, right? Because like, they're they're like the actors themselves become sort of a brand themselves right to some yeah extent. i think john john and i could probably do an entire episode of the podcast on just how toxic idol culture can be oh yeah it's for sure the worst <laughs> like john and i have talked about this privately amongst ourselves like we actually kind of like idols and like the music that they make but like the fans around it and like idol culture is just unbelievably toxic i mean if you want to look at at toxic fandoms like you see on like twitter the the korea boos who are, who are like standing stuff and yeah all that stuff the That's, k-pop stands yeah the k-pop standers those are like basically the english equivalent of the, the same japanese like weebs who are the same to the japanese idols and it's just it's mm. toxic it's gross and it's kind of just how all fandoms are in general like yeah. pop idol yeah. group fandoms i should I sir, I I think there are certain fandoms that are worse than others, but yeah, the, every every fandom has their their thing like that where it's just there's this there's this toxic element, but some of them are bigger elements than others, and I think the idol, you know, fanboys are really toxic sometimes. Well, it's because they're fucking basement dwelling virgins. Yeah, basement <laughs> dwelling virgin degenerates who like they truly believe that this idol person exists for themselves and like no they're just doing a job. They want to dance and sing and do stuff and entertain people. And they're not here for that, you. That is like just That is you. exemplified. That is exemplified anytime an idol gets married. <laughs> yeah, people, yeah, because they will immediately lose a lot of fans when they get married. Yep. There's fans who kill themselves when they find out. Oh my god, she's <laughs> she has a boyfriend. Uh, you were the one for me. I'm like, dude, what? She didn't there even was, know who no, you are. When uh, when um, and, and you know, it's why you never find out about like Japanese entertainers getting married until like after it happens. It's because they keep this shit secret for as long as they can. Well, it's just uh, it's not just. There the were a Japanese, bunch of people so. that were legitimately pissed off when um. Uh, Kanahanazawa got married. Yeah, me. I was pissed off too. I was like, "How dare you, Kanahanazawa? <laughs> I was supposed to marry you." Yeah, but yeah, it's it's your snake goddess is not is not single anymore. It's not just the Japanese industry. Like I know for a fact that mm. K-pop industry is the exact same. Like 
the uh, people in K-pop groups aren't allowed to like even hold hands. Well, the the yeah. guys kind of yeah. are allowed to be like kind of promiscuous with like dating, but for the most part, a lot of girls like, are not allowed. A lot of the girls aren't even allowed to like hold hands with a different guy in public or even be seen with a, a guy in public. Like it, yeah. it ruins their image of like, oh, this idol is supposed to be pure and all this stuff. And like, <laughs> these idols are people, man. Like they just. Just because they're an idol doesn't mean they're not human. And the fact that that's just how the industry is. They, they're they selling you this image of a perfect, like, angelic being that can't be yeah. sullied. And that's why they have to maintain it. And there have been plenty of idols who have been caught in scandals like this. And it ruins their career just because they got caught slipping. Yep. Like, they, they met their boyfriend and got caught by the paparazzi. And it's like, you yeah, mean well. Because they started acting like a human fucking being. Yeah. It's fucking yeah. stupid. Maybe yeah. maybe someday we should do a perfect blue spoiler cast because holy shit that movie yeah, is still relevant should. to this Actually, day. Actually, I would love to do like one of our spoiler free movie reviews on that at some point. Perfect it's, blue is it, such a good movie. It, it's disturbing how relevant it is. Yeah, you know? well, especially to this and like, and it's no wonder some of these people who are expected to keep up these perfect appearances all the time in public like. I, it's no wonder they think about killing themselves. I would too, because it's an impossible standard to maintain 100% of the time. Yeah. Yeah. Like seriously though, like if you're listening to this and you've had thoughts about wanting to kill yourself, number one, don't number two, no matter where you are in the world, there's probably some form of help you can reach out to and get. And I will put a link to uh, the Wikipedia article that has all of those different suicide hotlines down below in the comment or not in the comments, but in the description. So yeah, I, it sad thing to start out with, but I thought it was worth bringing up just because of how kind of relevant it is. And if anything, just hate your enemies enough to keep on living to destroy them. All right. Fuck yeah. Are you yes. encouraging assassination? No, <laughs> maybe. No, but he is saying to believe in the him that believes in you. Exactly. <laughs> Go fucking pierce the heavens, baby. Roll, roll, fight the power. We'll never, never get tired of that quote. Anyway, so what are we actually going to be talking about tonight? We're going to be talking about something that John has talked about several times before on the podcast, but never in great detail. And that is the concept of underpowered and overpowered characters. Now, I do want to I do want to kind of stress that a lot of what we're going to be talking about is going to be directed pretty much at main characters and pretty specifically protagonists. But we are going to talk about some secondary characters as well. Uh, so I, I was not exactly sure how we should do this. So I thought maybe we should start out with underpowered characters because I feel like there may be fewer examples of those or at least fewer more recent examples of those you say that no. but the lists are pretty even both i know ways. we came up with a list of <laughs> examples and like the list is pretty long so now i have a question about underpowered okay. characters are they synonymous or different from underdogs and mm. that that is a good question because i kind of consider the idea of an underdog to be an underpowered character now you think of underpowered characters you think of like you know anime or just stories in general where like the characters have like superpowers or something equivalent to them but i'm thinking like just underdogs in general i mean i guess theoretically mm. you could be underpowered but not an underdog i, guess. I can't think of an example of that <laughs> I, hmm so I mean, unless you're like the the chosen one, well, but you just don't really look like one. There's one trope in. Oh, I was thinking. Oh, well, just quickly. Okay. Uh, like um, Yuki Hirasoma from 
food wars. I would consider him an underdog, but I wouldn't say he's underpowered because he has like the skills. He has like enough innate talent relative to everyone else, but he's like from a low family, so he's an underdog. Yeah, like that whole trope of like necessarily the same. Yeah. Yeah, that, that old trope of, like, this sort of, like, I don't know if to call it, like, sort of a secret genius, like, you know, is coming into this, like, different society where to them he's considered underpowered, but, and he, it is an underdog story for him, but in reality is like, the strongest character in that story, you know? Okay. Like, there are simple examples of that. Well, it's because yeah. when, when I hear underpowered characters, I think of specifically one thing came to mind. Uh, there's this old Hammerman anime called Sumomomo Momo Momomo. I've seen that. <laughs> Excuse me? It's like something about the 12 Zodiacs. Anyway, a bunch of girls are vying for this dude because he's got the good dick or some shit. And he's like underpowered <laughs> compared to the girls. But like, oh, okay. he's like the main character, but he's underpowered. So I was like, yeah, because he's weak in combat compared to the other girls of the Zodiac mm. signs. And that's that's all. that's what made me think about underpowered. Along with like, and as much as that sounds, I because I know what you're talking about. As much as that sounds like a hentai, it's not. It's not a hentai, and it's really it's old, dude. <laughs> Fuck, when is when it was is this like made? from the seventies, eighties? No, Momo Momo is uh, from like early two thousands. Is it is it that new? I I could have sworn it came out in like the eighties or the nineties, but maybe it just looks like it came out in the eighties and the nineties. Yeah. So yeah, the original manga came out in oh four to oh eight. The anime came out in 06 to 07. But I remember watching this and like... it was that new. Yeah, I just... <sighs> fucking stupid. Anyway. Um, <laughs> underpowered characters. Underpowered. Yeah, yes. I, I hate underpowered them, Underpowered characters. <laughs> I hate underpowered I characters, damn it. You hate them. I know, because I think a, a lot of people kind of associate them with like lame characters or boring characters. But I've always kind of, because I, I do love a great underdog story. It's one yeah. of the reasons I fucking love Haikyuu, because it is kind of an underdog story in itself. But like, the thing I like about it is because they underpowered characters also sort of are underdogs in the stories they're in. It provides a lot of potential for character development and character growth. Yeah. I mean, yeah, but, that's a... Yeah classic narrative structure like you go from nothing to everything zero to hero yeah you know it's it's very it's a very simple easy way to write a story and it works it is yeah it's 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 simple and it's kind of like old school but it, it, like you say it, it works it works a lot like something that comes to mind is kind of like ash ketchum from pokemon he starts out of this like character who knows very little to almost nothing about the world that he's going into and then you watch him number one absolutely never age he's still fucking 10 years old i don't know how that happened he's not that's overpowered he's uh (laughs) he's like 12 i think he's like yeah he's more between 10 and 12 i've I've well he was 10 but now he's 12 he's aged two years in the last 20 years (laughs) yo man exactly what every single employer out there is looking for a 12 year old with 20 years of experience listen you may be talking trash about ash but he literally just won one the fucking cup or some some he finally beat the game right after 30 years after like 30 years so whatever he's not underpowered at all now now he's a world champion i'm just putting it out there he's op not as now, fuck but he certainly he certainly started out like that yo yeah he, he was done dirty at the orange cup well no he won the orange <laughs> islands he did win the, at the orange islands but he was done dirty by that other by tracy i think it was tracy right 
Vacuum. I forget. <laughs> Fuck you. Nah. Am I the only so one long? who still remembers? This is beyond Pokemon? me. <laughs> I remember like early Pokemon, but uh, yeah, I rem- uh, like till May when May showed up. Aside from that, I don't know anything. You remember May, huh? I see. I see. Not a Misty stand. <laughs> I see where you. I see where you're at. <laughs> Misty is okay, but you know. No, Misty was the best. She was the only Pokemon girl who got an M2M love song about Ash, and that's canon. You only say that because she gave him the fucking bicycle. That's the only reason you like her. (laughs) No. Who gives a shit? First of all, she's 16, okay? So she's like, it's a lot less creepy. Still kind of (laughs) creepy, I guess. You know what? Hold on. (laughs) (laughs) You want to fact check that real quick? Yeah, yeah, I think you might want (laughs) to... Anyway, uh, I just I'm not a fan. So, underdog characters can still be overpowered though. Like, for they can. yeah, for sure. For example, going back to Yukihira Soma, like, sure he's an underdog, but he's pretty OP. Like, he's he's got these crazy, innovative, genius cooking techniques because his father always challenged him to do crazy cooking and because plot. <laughs> because plot yeah. yeah exactly so i'm like he's he's actually op because of plot so i don't that's why i can't really agree with the the fact that you would say an underdog is underpowered like no it's mm, not the same thing yeah because for You're right for example sakura haruno like oh God. she's <laughs> underpowered sure but she's also overpowered in the after like she trains with tsunade like she's we we <laughs> Everyone calls Sakura useless because she's basically useless to the plot. She's kind of there to just go like, Naruto! Sasuke! Naruto! Sasuke! <laughs> well, literally all she listen, does, right? Listen, you, you say that in the first, like, two-thirds of Naruto, like, before Shippuden comes around. That's all she does. Yeah, exactly. So she's she would be a prime example of an underpowered character before Shippuden. But after Shippuden, she actually plays still not a major role, but... She's kind of no longer the whole Naruto, Sasuke, Naruto, Sasuke girl so she's, she, so she's she's the token waifu character? She's her own character. She's not tethered to anybody else. Except no. she's tethered to that Sasuke dick! Anyway. Yeah, well, that. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are doing a wonderful job getting me interested in watching this garbage anime. Uh, <laughs> yeah, fuck you. Naruto's actually really good. No, it's funny, though, because like a lot of people think that Sakura is useless. So many people, in fact, that the fucking creator of Naruto thought that she was useless. She was. Actually. She didn't do anything. <laughs> No, so the creator of Naruto, uh, Masashi Kishimoto, who I will never forgive for a certain someone, uh, he actually came out, like, I think about three or four years ago in an interview and said that it's Sakura is the one of the only characters in Naruto. He actually just regrets how she was handled entirely. And if he had to go <laughs> back and start Naruto from the beginning, she probably wouldn't even be in the, the story. Really? Wow. What the fuck? Because I haven't even I haven't even watched much of any Naruto. That sounds so stupid. It's like I oh, a single episode. I really can't dumb. figure yeah. out how to how to write a character, so I'm just gonna just Bye. Bye. Just, just wait for that watch, one. Going back and rewatching the early episodes of Naruto, it's it's very clear that the character of Sakura was really created with no long-term goal in mind. She was just kind of there to create this... Be pussy? Well, <laughs> yeah, I guess. But <laughs> but to be this, like, linchpin in a love triangle that never really happened? Well, her main purpose was just to be the straight man. Because Sasuke couldn't be the straight man because he was the edgy 
fucking moody boy and naruto was the oh, crazy like fanatic guy so sakura had to play the straight man and that's kind of why she existed in the beginning mm. and that's all she really does like she doesn't help mm. fight when she does try to help fight she can't even do anything it's always up to like freaking naruto anyway so it's like what why do you it's, exist? it's even funny because going back and rewatching some of those episodes it, she's like the butt of so many jokes yeah she's well, also like go. flat <laughs> <laughs> she is kind of chunky. She got she got no titties, man. After Shivitin, she got no titties. How old is she again? <laughs> nah, oh, she God. she a full grown milf now, man. She got a kid anyway. Well, oh, yeah. No. Oh God. She, she got a kid with a man who's not even there. Yeah, but he's because oh, no. he's roaming around protecting the leaf. Anyway, we're not talking about Boruto. Yeah, we're not talking about Boruto. That doesn't <laughs> exist. Uh, mm. Like what I would consider like an underpowered character would be like Bell from Don Machi, because. Mm. He's just so useless. Like, wait, <laughs> isn't he overpowered? Yeah, isn't okay. The thing so, is that he's not to get into any kind of spoilers, but he starts. It's fucking Danmachi. Who cares? Yeah, <laughs> hey, exactly. shut the fuck up. It's not about shut... the plot. It's about the tits. Who watches yeah. Danmachi for plot? I know. No one. I know. Just <laughs> shut up. I know. I know it's about <laughs> Hestia's tits, but I have a point to make here. No. So Mel uh-huh. does start out as this character who he needs a lot of help because he doesn't have really many powers. He's kind of useless tits. in the dungeon. And he has to basically be carried by everyone around him. Hate it. But when he finds out who, like, his actual lineage, it, like, awakens something in him. And he actually becomes this very useful kind of, like, <laughs> plot character that can stand on his yeah, plot. Awakens something in him. <laughs> no. It's literally, he's a super weak piece of shit. And everyone pities his little fucking idiot. Hestia's tits are hanging around everywhere. Also, thank you, MacGuffin. Now he has God mode. Fuck everyone. Fuck Don Machi. <laughs> Tell, many, me Tell me I'm wait, wrong. Tell me I'm fucking wrong. How many episodes does it take for him it. to get overpowered? Huh? He was overpowered early on. As soon as you know what his power is, it's done. He's it's so stupid, too. His power is fucking... Oh, Don Machi's so um, badly listen, written. John... John, I'm not saying you're wrong about any of this, but Hestia's tits are awesome, man. Uh, that boob string, though, the boob string is like mechanically like a stroke of genius. No, if we yeah, want to talk about is. actual I... underpowered characters, though, man, Shinji, right? Getting fucking robot Shinji. Like, <laughs> so speaking of Shinji, so we've been talking about characters maybe that um, start from nothing and like maybe get a little better, as opposed to Shinji that starts from nothing <laughs> and is just remains nothing. Remains <laughs> nothing. So, and honestly, um, like I mean, we said that like going from zero to hero is like a classic narrative, you know, uh, enjoyable to see. But I honestly find it more interesting to see people who go zero to zero, who just stay zero the whole time. Because like, yeah, that's kinda, more that's... like interesting. It's like you have nothing. You're not gonna get anything. You're gonna be completely, yeah, you know, sure. pointless. How it's, are you gonna deal with all point, this bullshit kinda. coming at you, huh? Yeah, it's yeah that's more, the point like, of Evangelion. Hmm. What I like, sorry to cut you off. Just wanted to say, like, that's the point, sort of, to make him like, yeah, he's not a good person. You should not look up to him. He's a piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, but, Wait, why is he a piece of shit? But the narrative he of masturbates Ava, over Asuka's comatose body. Little that's shit. so oh, late, gosh. though, in the show. I want to say, I just want to say, 
you, you say that, and I agree. He starts out as this person who's really shy and timid and doesn't stand up for himself and just does what his daddy tells him to do. But he does learn how to do two things by the end of Evangelion. He learns how to get angry, like, one time, and then he comes. That Those are his two powers he learns how to do I over like the course of the entire the, story. These are the two points that you've, like absorbed from Evangelion. Hashtag relatable for Alex. Oh my god. <laughs> but I but, can do both of those things very well. Listen, he's like a 15-year-old kid. What else was he supposed to do? Right? No, no, don't I mean, get me wrong. Okay, okay. For direct, don't I mean, get I me wrong. I think back like, when I was I, 15, those were two things I did all the time. Get angry yeah, yeah, and Don't come. get me wrong. Like, I, I, I really do, like, I love Evangelion. I love the journey that Shinji has in this show. Just it's like, like you know, suffer. just... Yeah, but you know, just just putting it out there, he was a piece of shit for doing it. That's the point, you know. Yeah. Like Anna was trying to like take all these fucking weaves and like put a mirror on them. It's like, listen, this ain't right, you know. <laughs> listen, don't jerk off over my anime characters I created, <laughs> please. You're so fucked up. Yeah. Uh, excuse me, you're the lowest of the lows. Oh, oh, well, wow. <laughs> you could have bring that Thanks, and put it in my face. Fuck you, Natai. Fuck you. <laughs> hey, so, I'm salty they removed Flight Even to the Moon. But anyway, I digress. Speaking of uh, characters that stay useless, one of my favorite underpowered characters is Subaru from ReZero. <sighs> um, I, I was because, hoping someone would bring him up. Because the whole point of an underpowered character is that they're useless, and they're going to have to use something other than plot to get ahead of other people. So the writers are going to have to, you know, be a little creative and not be like, oh, the big god man gives him god powers and now he blows everything up. No, <laughs> you have to actually write an actual story that makes sense. Um, uh. And that is like, that is what happens in ReZero, you know? Subaru actually has to walk around like a normal person, go around, you know, collect information like a normal person and figure out everything like a normal person, which is yeah. interesting. It's like a it's... detective story. But Subaru's like the worst. Yeah, I hate <laughs> no, him, but I uh... like the idea. Like he's so... But he grows. That's the power can of, I, of I, this story. So that it... about, about Subaru, though. So if you think about it, his ability to where he can, if he gets killed, he can go back in time to like some kind of a, a spoiler that constantly. I mean, that's not really a spoiler. That's in the first episode of the fucking first you? season. <laughs> No, so his the, he can go back in time to a restart point that's like moving forward into the future with him, uh, like in the hands of someone who is really intelligent, they would be able to use that like uh, being able to learn from death to to make it better. He does it and makes it fucking worse because he's no, stupid. Because he's a normal. Like, how kid. does he make it worse? What are you talking about? All of the like, all because of because so many times he has to die multiple like. Three, four, five, yeah. six, seven, eight, nine times. No, but that's the yes, whole point. Yes, because there's so that's much the shit. Go- yeah, of the power is to mess it up and figure out what happens, and then you can try again. See, like, I think the, the point the of that power, power itself is, it's is not, it's no, not no, no, actually meant the, to be a power. It's but it's meant to be a hindrance. I, that's the whole no. point. The power itself is sort of like messing him up as well. Like he's struggling with that as well. It's not just 
I'm not he's saying... like he's actually struggling and trying to figure out shit's going around him and figure out himself, dude. Don't you? You are, you are right. You are right. I'm just saying, in the hands of someone else who was far more intelligent, he wouldn't die as often. <laughs> the whole point is that it's in the hands of a stupid weeb who's been a shut-in for most of his life and has no regards for if anything was, besides his wife. If it was someone intelligent, they wouldn't need Return by Death. They would just do it the first try. That's this, this power helps people who are dumb, <laughs> who have to do it multiple times. It's like a crutch. It's a fucking crutch. It's not, everybody fucking suffers for it. That's uh. <sighs> anyway. Anyway, why are we even talking about Rezero? What was the point? Because <laughs> I liked it, and you oh, don't. Okay. <laughs> I have a character I want to talk about. Who's under power? Let's move on. Okay. Oh. <laughs> Go One ahead. One piece is really good. One piece so... is really good. <laughs> No, One Piece not. is really good. No, Fuck it's you. Not. We will talk about this another time. That's why you're wrong. Anyway, there are certain characters in One Piece that I found I found really interesting because at a certain point you have these like characters flying around and doing this wacky shit. It's really cool and really dope. But then you're looking at like like a, a, a good number of the main cast who's like looking at them and they acknowledge this. And I'm like, how are we supposed to keep up with them? They're like basically gods in comparison to us. And I like how, so so specifically, I mean, I'll try not to get into too many details, but there's a certain character in the show called Usopp. He has a big nose. He's an idiot. It's fine. I love him. And he's just a guy, okay? So you have, like, all these different characters. This guy no, is no, a no. samurai no, with dude. three different... So- Usopp is a guy with a slingshot. He's a guy <laughs> with a slingshot, exactly, and some bombs. Like, the first time we meet him, he's like, I have an army of 8,000 people, and everyone's like, uh uh-huh, dude, sure. And... So anyway, he's like looking around and you have this guy with three different swords. You have a different guy who is made of rubber. He's like, how am I even supposed to keep up with them? And it's an actual like plot point, you know? He's reaching a point where he's like, I don't feel like I can fit in with this crew anymore. I, I'm, I don't... Like, he's looking at his own worth and trying to figure it out. And while I have been told by certain people that... Later on in the show, maybe it's going to change. But it's so, at least for now in the show, where I'm at, it's like a thing that's still like around, like, you know, it's still on his mind from time to time. Like he is like slowly but surely like progressing through his issues and stuff. But I do find it interesting that when you have a show with like not necessarily a huge cast of characters, but a, like a, a good a good number of them. That whole dynamic of, you know, it's like different power levels and all that shit. And sometimes, yeah, someone's like gonna like be down there, like not really, like supposedly not really making a big difference. And I appreciate that that turns into sort of a, you know, a plot point. And Oda actually tries to face that and turn it into like actual conflict and drama between the characters. And that's a point that I really appreciate, you know. Because I haven't seen Naruto, but from what I've heard later on in the show, a lot of underpowered characters just kind of fall by the wayside in t- terms of their importance, you know? Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, Alex. I don't actually give a I shit about Naruto. I wouldn't say they fall but... by the wayside. Actually, one of the great things about Naruto is that it, by the end of it, a lot of the characters get their storylines wrapped up really neatly. Yeah, rap, I mean, rap, but are, but are they, do those characters matter 
all the way through. Yes. Yeah. yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't say like yeah. every single character they ever meet like that was only around for one episode it mattered, but no, man, the, the ones main, that the you main see characters. for multiple episodes, like all the main characters and a vast number of the secondary characters all got fully fleshed out stories. Yeah. Okay, so, well fuck it. I don't I don't know. As someone who's seen both One Piece and Naruto, I did drop One Piece oh. eventually. Me too. At like chapter seven hundred, I think. Wow. Good Took Lord. you. Oh, long I'm enough. still I'm still in Thriller Bark, John. I have a long way to go. You are way behind. Anyway, uh yeah. So the Obviously. thing about like Usopp is that he's he's designed to be like kind of uh the butt end of everyone's joke. But yeah. you're right, Oda does do a pretty good job of like redeeming him and like turning him in, into an actual crewmate and an actual character mm-hmm. that actually has a place, you know, with the um fuck, what was the Straw Hat Pirates. Yeah. The Straw Hats, yeah. yeah. So it, it's actually pretty refreshing to see that. Like, for the most part, I don't like underpowered characters like Bell and Subaru because they don't fucking do anything. But <laughs> I do oh, like... Oh, I'm so tilted right now. <laughs> yeah, I know you are. John but... doesn't like to think through his problems. He likes I don't, God no. powers. I do. Oh, man, I can't wait till we get to the OP section. I'm about to just gush. Oh, no. Cream all <laughs> he's over about to just. He's about oh, to come all cream. over your comatose body. But, oh no! Yeah, I, I like Usopp. I like how he's just like he he talks big, right? That's like when he's yeah. first introduced, he's like, "Oh, I'm actually the king of the pirates, and I've got <laughs> all these powers." And then, but he knows that he's like a weak piece of shit. But he does it because it's like he needs to put on a brave face. And then, and then when he becomes Usopp man or whatever the fuck it is in the English dub, Soga King. I, yeah, Soga King. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he play, uh. and like it's great. It, it's a. It's really refreshing to see, considering like you're right. Like we have, uh, we have Zoro, and then we have like Luffy. We have all these other characters who are just like dramatically stronger, and they keep getting yeah. stronger. And then you have like normal people like Usopp, who's just like just a normal dude. He you know he doesn't have no special skills, doesn't have to curse blades, doesn't have fucking any devil fruits or anything has, like that. And yeah, it's it's cool. I'm specifically talking about the for like. Just for the record, I'm talking about what that whole Water Seven arc, how Oda handles that uh, that conflict between Usopp and the rest of the gang. It just su- it it's really surprised me how well thought out it, it was. Yeah, because I know? mean the, the just main really good. the main appeal of One Piece is like friendship, you know, and adventure. Yeah. So like that's why it's probably put in there. It makes a lot of sense because you know he's part of the fucking Straw Hats, so he needs yeah. to have a part, and he needs to <clears throat> he needs to have some conflict to be like find his place to find himself yeah. and it's good because again one piece is a never-ending story of friendship and adventure sounds so interesting. and it's actually good it's fuck you one piece is actually good I... it's repetitive the though. description never-ending story of friendship is never-ending story <laughs> oh man yeah. the never-ending story was a great movie oh my god but i want to talk about Freaking! I actually do have a favorite underpowered character, and it's the MCs of Grimgar, Hal, yes. and, his, and the gang. So when when the anime came out, I actually already read the light novel, and I like the light novel you. more than the anime because they don't they portray in the anime they portray Hal and the gang like oh as God. super weak because 
you would think with like most isekai tensei everyone reincarnates or goes to get someone to a new world and they have like a cheat system and they're all like op and stuff but in grimgar it's like no they're just normal people that have to live in a fantasy world and adapt to the fantasy world where like goblins can fuck up your day because a regular human should not be able to fight against a goblin you know Hmm. and the mcs at least of of from grimgar hal and his gang they're not op there are op characters in grimgar's world uh we meet like was it renji i think his name was renji who in the Uh, novel i wouldn't even call him op i would just call him like relatively normal whereas all the rest are like like renji's skill is what i'd expect from this kind of show like yeah from like a veteran of the fantasy area yeah so because in the novel, Renji plays a bigger part in, like, inspiring the underpowered main cast. And that's why I like it a lot more in the light novel. They don't really do that in the anime. They kind of just go, like, hey, uh-huh. it's kind of, like, we're kids. That's we got through into a fantasy world, and we can't fight goblins, and people get fucking fucking just destroyed. And it's like, oh, oh, but poor babies. But the OST, babies. man. The OST. Riveting. But it's, well, because it, you watch the growth, you know, they, just like Sho was saying, like, they, they, don't, they don't start strong, they have to use their brain, they actually have to work together and cooperate, and they have to suffer consequences if they fuck up. Like someone dying, for example, because someone decided not to guard because they got, they got sloppy when they were doing a tactic, or they got in over their head and dived too far, and it's just, it's... It's, cool. it's actually it's a story where you actually feel like there are severe consequences for the fact that certain people are too underpowered. Well, it's not again. It's not that they're underpowered. It's just that these are literal teenagers got that got sent to a fantasy world and they don't have cheat yeah. powers. So it's, yeah, it's and they, basically they, they, normal. They're not they're not all equipped to cope very well with this world. And the OST is beautiful, and the uh, the water painted like sceneries and stuff. It it looks good. Okay. It's actually a decent anime. Novel. I better. really. Yeah. Oh. Well, I never thought I'd hear you say that. <laughs> well, I know, right? Surprising. Anyway, <laughs> I'm gonna even address that. Um, I really do like Grimgar, but the fact that the MCs are underpowered um really irks me. Uh, I mean, it was a good, it was good at the beginning, but they never really improve. They never really grow, and I don't know why. There's no reason why. <laughs> I feel like the the author just doesn't know how to improve them, so whatever. But I do enjoy Grimgar. I only read up to the first three volumes, so I can't say very much about like what happens later on. Maybe they get better, but yeah, it's like it's small improvements that you see. Like it's not anything major. It's not like they can instantly go to the next level, but it's just like about the teamwork, about how they understand their roles better in their party, how they're respecting each other's boundaries and like learning each other's like perks and like just it's it's a story about friendship man oh god <laughs> uh. i just really want to uh, go no, go ahead i just want to quickly mention uh midoriya from my hero academia and how much i hate him you because, mean Deku? Every, i hate him too because uh I don't know. He was introduced as like, I have no powers. What am I going to do? And I'm like, oh, that's a really interesting premise. Oh, 
Uh, I wonder how he's going to figure it all out and how is he going to become a hero without superpowers? And then spoilers happen and I'm like, what is the point? What is the point of this show? I was <laughs> yeah. so pissed off. <laughs> yeah, Deku, I thought Deku was going to go all Batman and be like, oh, I don't need superpowers. Yeah. I'm going to be a super smart, <laughs> yeah, like, man exactly. in a cave with a butler. <laughs> But and where's made, all my I mean, tell me where all my is they made i mean such a big deal about his, him like he was like crying being like i have no powers this was such a big deal and then it's like all irrelevant after the second episode and i'm like <laughs> why did you do that what is the point i mean technically it takes him like two and a half seasons to get some actual use out of his power so does everyone so... else Everyone else doesn't no. know how to do shit. No, 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 like everyone else, like are like understood their their power because they fucking grew up with it. For me, it's like it takes them two and a half seasons to actually get something done with it. That's a good majority. Heck, of the cast it takes him. Who can't it takes him four seasons. No, 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 no. It takes him actually. It takes him four seasons till he gets to a fight where he doesn't get like finish the fight like with his entire body broken. <laughs> And that's man, sort of th- he must have man he he's got to have the biggest copay ever on his insurance. <laughs> and that's sort of the point, you know. Again, we're going back to the whole point of you know a, a, a character slowly growing with their power. You know, that's that's the, the whole thing with shonen. Yeah, I mean that is that is a like say what you will about My Hero Academia. Like I'm not I'm not I'm not defending because it's like my, my favorite shit ever. It's like, it's okay. It's whatever. But I'm like that's the show. You know? Yeah, I mean, like you say, it does the, what it does. The I mean, starting from nothing and like, becoming a hero I'm is just, a common thing in shonen. I just don't like being bait and switched when it sounded like it was gonna go zero to zero, but apparently it's going zero to hero. <laughs> show just like, wanted to not, see more suffering. He wants this more. Is not, yeah. There's yeah. still a lot of suffering, regardless. <laughs> I think you underestimate exactly how much show gets off on watching other characters suffer. I love suffering. Give me That's more. a fair point. This man loves <sighs> suffer porn. Yes. Oh, loves God. It. All right, oh, so no. we move on to, to John's absolute favorite thing in the universe. Yes, Get please. the umbrellas. Oh, yeah. Get the are umbrellas. Talking... He's about to bukake all are over we... this shit. Oh, my God. Are we talking about Berserk first? <laughs> I want to. I want to talk about Berserk. because okay, I, I, I want to talk about things. that, too, because, one, fucking wrong, but also kind of right. I don't... So, yeah, it's it's difficult with Berserk. So it's not as So overpowered characters, what is the appeal? John, what what is the appeal of overpowered characters to you? I fucking love it when there's overpowered characters because they just steamroll everything and I'm just like Sasuga <laughs> I and Soma. Like, oh, God, I fucking love it. Uh, you don't understand. Bone Daddy. <laughs> Freaking last season, Misfit Demon Academy, I loved the fucking Honest Voldigold because he's just like, what the fuck? You think you can kill me just because I died? Guess the fuck what? I'm not dead, bitch. I'm the Demon King. <laughs> you think I'm kidding? That's spoilers for anyone who reads it. It, it happens. But he's like, yeah, you can't fucking kill me. Just because you killed me once doesn't mean I'm going to stay dead. And he's everyone's like, wait, what the fuck? He's like, I'm the <laughs> Demon the King, bitch. That's the Chad thing ever. <laughs> It's the That's best. so Chad of him. I love it so much. It's oh, so is the show actually good? I need to understand if it's actually good. Uh, it's don't get it. It's not. I haven't watched it. It's not that great. Uh, I'm reading it as well because I was like, this is so stupid, and I love it. <laughs> like, it's I get it. It's it's overpowered MC trash. I don't care. I like it. Fuck off, everyone. <laughs> That's actually you. You mentioned that 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 the whole thing about the overpowered MC has become 
almost a staple of a lot of isekai that have come out over the last few years. Yeah. I mean, yeah, for ages it's been like that. Do we want to yeah. talk about Kirito? I <laughs> mean... I think we we talked about this during our Isekai episode that we've all kind no, of No, you know what? This... You know what? You know what? Oh, I've suffered through three seasons of this bullshit. I'm going to talk about it. <laughs> no, I'm not saying I'm just saying we we kind of agree it's not an actual Isekai. Okay, but let's talk uh... about Guts first cuz I saw Guts was on this overpowered list and I fucking disagree. Like Yeah, it's uh Guts is so, not it's I not tell, simple. I, I was I was the one who put him on this list and I'll, I'll tell you why. That I think that there's not all, but some overpowered characters do fall into that trope of too angry to die, and that's how we have always described guts. Too angry to die. Yeah, like, because yeah, he's... Guts sort of started this trend, to be honest, but all of the fall characters that followed him in that path completely mis- misunderstood the appeal of Guts as a main character. That's the thing. They only took away, oh, it's a big guy and he's fucking strong and he's edgy and he's angry. No, like, but he suffered so much. Yeah, he suffered so much. He suffered so they much. He's too angry the, the, to die now. <laughs> Natai is right about that. The problem with people who try to emulate that is with Guts, he suffered a lot before he became too angry to die. With these other people that come in, it's like they're immediately too angry to die. And you're like, why? What kind of life have you lived? Yeah, so like Guts been through everything, and, and my, even my man. Then, like his power of why he's strong and overpowered. There's consequences to that, you know. Using the Berserk yeah. armor, it's not like he's like a shonen protagonist who can just like, oh, just summon the power of friendship and everything will go right and nothing is wrong. It's like, no, dude, fucking this armor is gonna eat your fucking bones and use your blood until you fucking die. And like you're dude, yeah, like dude. Berserk, Berserk never it's hits like, the reset button like so many shonen do. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's insane. Like I just got to this one chapter when they're on a boat. Huh. And and there's like this one panel of guts sitting on the side of the boat and is like looking at the night and his whole body is just covered in scars and burned and stuff and I'm like fuck, dude, you know, cuz he's been through so much and it's a miracle he is like alive. It's insane. There's literally insane, like, the... a freaking chapter about how he literally it's they do a miracle to save him. Anyway, anyway, I, that's why Berserk is amazing, dude. I oh, like Berserk never a lot too. Yeah. Be finished. Yeah, it's never but be finished. That's, I'm so happy why... I have like 60 chapters to read. By the way, oh. there's a new Idol Master game coming out next year. Oh my god. Oh boy. Yeah. We're doomed. So, I don't think Guts is overpowered in the sense that he starts off as like like Honest Voldigold from a uh, Misfit of Demon Academy. But like, but he is a strong. He as is fuck strong, character. and it's kind of due to the plot, you know. But then yeah. when you look at like you know the God Hands and like how strong they are compared to Guts, it's like well, yeah. he's not really For strong sure. at all yeah. <laughs> compared to like the God Hand. So also, also like, I think it'll, you you two will agree with me that that the true appeal of Berserk is not really the fight themselves. Like they're fucking great, and that whole thing is amazing. But that's not really doesn't even scratch the actual appeal of Berserk to us. No. Like, it's not even the main focus. No, the fight scenes are cool. Don't get me wrong, but it's... Uh... Yeah, no, no, they're amazing. But like, but the thing that keeps us going and, and sticking with the the show and the manga is, like, the character himself, you know. Oh, I also just yeah, like Guts is an building. amazingly developed character. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, obviously, the, but, like, my point is it's not necessarily, oh, he's so fucking ungabunga and strong, you know. <laughs> yeah. That's not... 
<laughs> Which is <laughs> awesome, but yeah. Yeah. I thought you were about to say Momonga or something. Yeah. No, well, speaking cares? of Momonga, let me talk about the most overpowered piece of shit in all I do of want, I do want to say one thing, though. Show, if you actually do love Sufferporn as much as you claim to, Berserk. you probably would like Berserk if you gave it a shot. You would. I tried to watch and read Berserk, but I fell asleep. Oh. <laughs> wow. Okay. Try it again, bitch. No. Yeah. Anyway, Sasuga Ainsuma. Um, a typical <laughs> like overpowered MC would be someone like Ainz Ulgon from Overlord, and uh, it's just I kind of want to say he's not actually OP as well, but it's because he gets Isekai Tensei. No. Yeah, he's he's isekai. He gets isekai to the game world. Yeah, he gets isekai to what is called the new world, and that's the world that he, he mm-hmm. lives in now. And his video game character becomes alive, and his mm-hmm. video game character wasn't OP like compared to video game characters. But because he's kind of the only video game character in the new world, he is OP because he could literally like snap his fingers and kill like the strongest swordsman in the world. <laughs> so. There's little. There's literally. I mean, not to spoil anything, but it, it, there is a scene where to to defeat an enemy that everyone is fucking terrified of, he literally just taps him on the shoulder and he's like, "Oh god." Yeah. Dead. And so I need you to I, keep going. Oh no, I was just gonna say the appeal of Einz, like the appeal of Overlord to me is the setting and all that stuff and the world building, and it's kind of just like I like the fact that he's OP and mm-hmm. <laughs> when it comes down to the combat, he just steamrolls everything because I'm like. Hey, here's three fourths of a book of a, like a full volume about just describing the people, the atmosphere, the world, what everyone's thinking. And here's the last quarter where Ayn's just fucking steamrolls everyone. And I'm just like, yes. I mean, I mean Overlord is just a griefing noobs in an MMO simulator. Basically, yeah. <laughs> kind of, yeah, you're right. It's basically, and like, who doesn't love bullying people online? Isn't that like. The most satisfying activity you can engage as in. someone as someone show who has played games with you. I know you mean that from the heart. <laughs> Fucking, but <laughs> that is like totally a big appeal of Overlord is that like he just bullies people, <laughs> <laughs> and he doesn't even you, mean to you, do it. Sometimes yeah, he doesn't mean to. <laughs> but it's just complete like... bullying. Um, when you say it like that, it reminds me of that one scene from season one of Sword Art Online where Kirito is just standing there with like 10 dudes are swinging swords at him and someone on the side's like, his health is regenerating so fast that they can't even kill him. Oh, uh, yeah, like, when he's fighting the, the PKers. <laughs> Listen, that was an amazing scene. Up. Kirito is an amazing character. <laughs> oh, yeah, it was right after the fucking lolly got tentacle grab, but uh, fucking wonderful. I fucking hate this show. Yeah, but you know, if I were a woman in the SAO world, I'd stay a fucking million miles away from Kirito because every woman he comes in contact with gets sexually assaulted or molested. Oh man, yeah. let me tell you about let me tell you about season three. Ooh, ooh, baby. No, let's no, not talk no, about that. Let's talk about the. the Can number- you? But no, 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 no. Real quickly. Okay. No, no, I'm not okay. not a CEO. Real quick, I do have a question because I've I'm I'm actually trying to understand. I can't like. So what's the appeal of Ainz if there's not a whole lot to him except for he's being pro- powerful? Uh, it's because I actually him. don't get it. It's entertaining. No, I've seen. So because it's, he's okay. But that's the weird thing. Like I, 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 not to go on a tangent, but like I've been trying to understand this fucking show, and it's like okay, on the one hand, it's supposed to be entertaining. It's like oh, it's just a like goofball, but he is a powerful. 
but it's like okay but then suddenly the show is trying to be serious but i don't know if i should take it seriously because it's like a god so it's like okay i'm just gonna uh, say the anime is shit but the novels are good and the reason i like uh angel goal in the novels is because he's super paranoid and there's like like chapters and chapters of him just being like but what if they do this and what if they do that and then what will i do and then what will happen and then if this and that and this and that and then it's like oops i just killed you in one shot okay next it's like interesting yeah so like it's i find that interesting and funny because even even though because i didn't get any of that from no they don't do it at all not at all no so the thing about irons is like he's 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 just a normal guy you know, and he actually doesn't know anything. Like he knows that he's powerful to the point where he can overpower normal people, but he never assumes mm. that he's the strongest. He always assumes mm. maybe they have like a guild class weapon or they, they have something that can kill me. And he's always trying to prepare for that. And that's actually what's good. Mm. And also there's the evil eye side story where he actually fights someone who actually almost kills him. So you should go read the evil eye side story, support Mariyama. <laughs> <laughs> But the main appeal in in the novels to me about Ains is just the fact that he's he he's a worrywart. Like he doesn't know, and he's like, "Am I even good enough to lead like my companions NPCs? Like I love them like my kids." And fucking, he mm. doesn't know what he's doing, and everyone interprets it wrong. And because the NPCs around him are so perfect, they do everything well for him. And when they when he fucks up their plans and they're like, oh, you thought like a million steps ahead. Like, holy shit. <laughs> Sasuga. <laughs> Sasuga. Sasuga in summer. And it's just, it's entertaining to watch that, man. Watch this like mediocre man just struggle to like mm. be this overlord of supposed to be OP character. It's, it's good. <laughs> it's good. It is. And the world building is great. Oh, I love it. Uh, so, yeah. and it, it gets lost in translation in the anime, which is a shame, mm. but it's a huge shame considering that it's done by Madhouse. You think they'd be do better? I mean, it's hard <laughs> because a big appeal is all the monologues, and it's hard to do that in an anime with its yeah, visual. True. It's Let true. me introduce I mean, there's, you there's to Monogatari. Like paragraphs of monologues. I mean, Monogatari is its story. own problem. <laughs> yeah, yeah Monogatari. I mean, hell, even I could have actually added Aradaki on this list. Uh, so not as overpowered as underpowered because he constantly gets his ass handed to him. So speaking of overpowered characters, we got to talk about Saitama, right? We got to talk about One Punch Man. Yeah, we have to. Like everyone knows this. Like one made One Punch Man as a joke, and that's the reason why Saitama is like OP. There's no real reason other than he can kill everything with one punch. Like that's it. There's no point. Yeah. And it's kind of just think... like making fun of, I guess, super like op- of, of like overpowered characters because. He's just overpowered, and he's kind of just a normal guy. I yeah. feel like I, I feel like this is so. I've I've seen one, but I haven't watched second season, and I probably never will because I kind of got bored with One Punch Man about halfway through the first season. I get it; it's it's wonderful to watch. It's it's great. the The soundtrack is is phenomenal. It's just I kind of got bored with the punch the the punchline. <laughs> get it? Ha <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was, get that out. was not even intentional. It just kind of <laughs> came out of my mouth. Um, but no. Um, I looking back at it, I there's this part of me that's like, is this just a parody of superheroes? Basically, no, yeah. duh, that's the yeah, whole point. to some what extent, yeah, dude. See, Good morning. No, I somebody I, I, woke I get up that now. I get that now, but I didn't get that as I was watching it. I'm like, no, this if is I a go very... back and rewatch Damn, it. Damn, Alex, it's like, it might actually be funny. Oh my god, wow. <laughs> it was a serious story. We're talking about very is this serious a parody? issues. You know, <laughs> totally not a joke. <laughs> 
How dare you? No, I, I, in all seriousness, I seriously didn't get that the first time through. Which kind of tells you the the mindset I went in with watching it. You just hated it because it was popular. Don't fucking lie. No, I did not. I did. I did. Like it looks gorgeous. It certainly looks better than one's art. Yeah, I mean, obviously. And I think uh, I can draw as good as he can. In all seriousness, though, I think like the aside from just being like a fun joke, I guess. I think what it, this allows for the story is to like go in some directions that. I thought at least were interesting. I can't remember which part was it. I think it was with the big fish man, where <laughs> it's like, it's like, it's like, like you have all of these different heroes who supposedly are better than Saitama because they're higher ranked than him, but just absolutely get just floored by this villain, and then by the end of it, Saitama just shows up and kills him because obviously. But the interesting part, I think, in terms of the writing, is the tension doesn't come. From oh will Saitama kill him or not? No, no, nobody gives a shit. Of course he will. But attention <laughs> comes from these different characters that were built throughout the season and are like oh no, uh, shit, they're yeah. dead. I guess like it's like it was, which is like it was heart rending. Super you know, clever, like when, honestly. With freaking Moomin Rider, you know the like one- Moomin Rider, no, my boy. That's yeah, freaking. Yeah, it was heartbreaking. Like he was like, even though he's a rank C hero, and all the S tiers are and A tiers are getting fucking bodied, he still was like, no, I have to defend them. And you're like, no, Moomin yeah. Rider, <laughs> like my baby. Like that's super clever. I I love that part of One Punch yeah, Man. Yeah, that I think was that's, uh, like, very and, well done. But <laughs> if we compare it to the source, the source is just a joke. The entire thing is a joke. Like there's no serious bits in it. It's all just like funny stuff. It's it's like a joke that got way out of hand, and it's like yeah, and well, we can't end it now. Season one of One Punch Man was done really well. Like the studio did a phenomenal job animating it. Oh great yeah, great soundtrack, and they knew how to like direct it properly to make it an actual entertaining show that wasn't just Saitama beating the shit out of everyone with one punch. Even though that's yeah. like the main story of one's like <laughs> of one's version of One Punch Man. Hmm. One's Punch Man. One's Punch uh, Man, yeah. One's Punch Man. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I, I thought it was entertaining. I just have zero interest in seeing any more of it. Listen. Yeah, when I saw how bad Season 2 looked compared to Season 1, I was like, ah, yeah, I'm in two, no hurry they, to watch it. They tried, man. JC Staff tried. They really I did. JC Staff JC Staff has tried with a lot of things. It's probably why At it least, like hey, shit. hey, hey. At least they didn't fuck up Kon- the Konosuba movie, so I'm I'm happy. No, and they didn't fuck up season three of Ryokan either. <laughs> they fucked up season three of Index. I don't know what happened there, <laughs> but they didn't fuck up Railgun. Um, so one thing that I think a lot of people kind of criticize about overpowered characters is that they can tend to become e- very easily become Mary Sue's slash Gary Stu's, depending on what gender they are. Um, and I, there's, there's two examples I kind of have of that. Is uh, it, one, is it Rimuru? So obvious, huh? Is it Rimuru and Tanya? Uh, no, it's not. I, well, I guess you could say Rimuru, but uh, Rimuru is a, yeah, to some extent. I, gi- I like give it. Rimuru, I give Rimuru a lot of leeway because there's obviously some comedy involved in that. Um, but no, I was thinking eh. more Sora and Shiro from No Game, No Life. Because it's never explained why they're so fucking smart. Just because I mean, they are. Yeah, it's just because. Yeah, it's just because they are. And that's why I think, like, as entertaining as No Game, No Life is, I fucking love it. Like, I, I've watched the anime season two win. Um, I've read the, the light novels. And I fucking love it. But 
I cannot escape the fact that Sora and Shiro are Gary Stu- are Gary Stu and a Mary Sue. Because it doesn't matter to the story and what they were going for. Right? No, you're right. It doesn't. It and it it kind of makes it more entertaining that way. I'm not saying it's necessarily a bad thing, yeah, but dude, it is what it well, is. Like that fucking episode with Gibril where they just throw nuclear bombs at each other. It's like that, that's fucking great. That's what the show is for. Yeah, I mean, it's supposed to be that kind of over-the-top shit. Yeah. That's what makes it entertaining. It's like, why is Light Yagami such a genius? He's just a really, like, smart person, you you know? That's not... I mean, those fucking plots he's doing, dude. I mean, uh, well, no, it's it's kind of it, it's said pretty much straightforward at the very beginning that he's like the straight A student. So, oh, I didn't yeah. know getting A's made you a genius. Getting uh, anal makes you a genius. What? what? Makes you a no, genius. So, yeah. The the other person I was gonna say though is Tanya Degudicha from Saga of Tanya the Evil because like she's just a Mary Sue for the fucking plot. Yeah, no, it's just Psycho Loli drops nuclear bombs on enemies. <laughs> No, no, psycho Nazi God creates psycho Loli that drops nuclear bombs. No, no, psycho Nazi Loli drops nuclear oh, bombs God. on enemies. Oh yeah. no! Is it not but obvious see, that the, the German... way they the way they balance the Mary Sue is by turning him into a psycho Nazi Loli? Yeah, actually, I think it's funny in 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 Tanya that there is actually a character named Mary Sue who. <laughs> Isn't oh, really? really isn't really a Mary Sue, but kind of shows how Mary Sue Tanya is. Well, she's the counterpart to if you read the novels, she's the counterpart to Tanya. Well, yeah, like it. It actually has a relevant point anyway. But I think the name was just. I think the <laughs> name was, was just, supposed to be wordplay. I think so too. Like I, I it's not maybe it just obvious. sounds cool in Japanese. Maybe Mary it just sounds. Sue. It could. It could. Like, like it's Japan. Yeah, but like, I wouldn't doubt Tanya it. Tanya definitely is a Mary Sue because she's just she she all she has to do is borrow the power of God and then she can nuke countries, right? But that was kind of like yeah. the curse of God. God was like, "Oh, you don't believe in me, so if you want to use powers, you have to chant my name and exalt me." And that's kind of like why Tanya's super OP because of God. Yeah, because of plot. <laughs> Yeah, which is which is kind good? of a kind of ironic in Tanya's case because like the character that used to be Tanya, whose name I completely forget and is completely irrelevant to the plot anyway, was like an avowed atheist, and he's like, "You're gonna make me do this, aren't you?" Fuck. Yeah, and I I brought up Rimuru as a Mary Sue Gary Stu, whatever Rimuru is, transgender slime stew slime stew, fucking. <laughs> Rimuru is also kind of a, a Mary Sue in the fact that, like, the <laughs> the system that Rimuru has is super OP, and he gets it for no reason. Like, yeah, and, it, and much. then as he's, like, evolving throughout the story, his system gets stronger, and it becomes, like, its own self-free-thinking thing. And there's no real reason for it other than Slime feels bad that people attacked his people, so now he becomes strong. <laughs> like by the end of season one, he's a god, pretty much. Yeah, and, pretty and much. Fuse, the person who wrote um, Slime Tensei, Fuse did it on purpose. Like it's it's your typical isekai. That's why it's gonna be OP. And just like how I like Overlord, it's just fun to watch, like to read. It's entertaining to me when Rimuru is like, "Oh, you thought you outbeat me? Guess what? New function of my slime abilities. Get bodied, punk." <laughs> and it's just funny. Like, but I, I'd rather like I, I prefer like the moments I 
I, I enjoyed more were moments like where, what's the name of that pink-haired chick, the Milam. demon lady? Milam. Milam. Like the moment where he sort of wins that battle by giving her honey and she's like, fuck, I want that honey. <laughs> like, I found that way more entertaining than him just steamrolling armies, you know? So that's the that's my issue. I mean, with, obviously, with I like, I like the fact though that as he gets more and more powerful, he comes up with more and more clever ways of winning. Well, it's because where he doesn't have to fight. Well, the thing is, like, just like in uh, Overlord and Slime Tensei, it's not a story that's supposed to be taken like super dramatic and serious. True, yeah. true. It's just it's supposed to be entertaining. It's lighthearted fun, and yeah, you know, it's not trying to be dramatic or anything like that. That's why they have all those comedy bits in there. I, I knew that I knew that the second they had that bit in the first episode where you there's a cut back to the real world of the best friend destroying yes. the computer. I knew I knew from that <laughs> moment on. I don't need to really take this very seriously. Oh, what a bro! Yeah. What a true bro! Now there's the overpowered character right there. <laughs> yeah, but in in all of these uh. overpowered characters, like again, I just I enjoy watching them interact in their world mm. and how they just steamroll everything it's just it's entertaining man it's like you know, <laughs> there's no thought to it right it's just hey i don't like that gonna do it oh guess what i win like oh <laughs> and everyone else is like shocked they're like oh my god they're so strong what happened <laughs> so someone I, I i forget who but i i read something somewhere that was pointed out and i like I can't not think about it. Like I can't not think about Rimuru like this anymore that someone pointed out Rimuru is basically, at least his progression is basically what would probably happen if an artificial intelligence ever became self-aware. It would just be <laughs> yeah. like Rimuru. Just like the second it, yeah, the it system, figured out its um, environment, it would start to become immensely powerful. Wait, no, the great sage yet. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm not sure how far you guys are in it, but the great sage does evolve and become sentient. So yeah, I think all of us only watched the first season in the anime. Yeah, I haven't oh, read shame. anything else. Me neither. I haven't read it. The web novel is finished. Mm-hmm. Like you, you can go read it. Fuse actually left. So Fuse, the the author of the web novel, was like, "Hey, cool that you translated this all into English," and he left it up online. He didn't sue the people to take it down. Really? What a bro! Wow. Huh? Yeah, isn't that cool? What a what bro! A, what a dude! Yep. What a good dude! What a dude! He's the dude. <laughs> Get him some white Russian. <laughs> uh i i don't know are there any other characters we actually do want to talk about i mean i feel like i don't know who wrote this down but all might yeah kind of overpowered but eh, eh. it's fine i mean i think we covered like a good he's, he's allowed to be overpowered because he's a secondary character <laughs> he's yeah, like base no, for sure yeah i think he's more interesting as like like uh, sort of like a tool in that world mm. where a, lo- a shit ton of characters are sort of, I don't know if to say connected or related in the sense of he he he's his reach is like to a shit ton of characters and it just makes sense because how he's positioned in that world so it makes sense that oh that villain is affected by him because A B and C that main character is inspired by him because this and that. So I think that's like a good use of a like an overpowered character because he's positioned so well in the setting that they created. You know, maybe I I, don't, I just, found it interesting the the idea that he's like this mentor character. I think works for him being overpowered. Like sure, sure, but I'm not even talking about that mentor character. Just yeah. like how it's all going back to him to at some point. Just I found that really like interesting. He kind to, of to be honest, kind of clever. He kind of like I. I 
is, is that actual age revealed in the story? I don't uh, know. I don't know. Because, like, know. something that, because I don't want to really give away too much, because, like, his condition, shall we say. Um, sure. Uh, it reminds me of, like, these stories that you see of, like, the aging hero that's just desperately trying to pass on what they know while they still can. Yeah. That's that's what it reminds me of. Like, I don't know if he's actually old or not, because he doesn't give off the appearance of necessarily being, like, super old. But he, he has – his time is limited. Yeah, he knows that his time is sure. limited. He may not be, like, yeah. you know, actually – like significantly aged, but his time he knows. There was a really good payoff for whole, that whole thread. Yeah. Back in season three, which I really appreciated. Yeah. I don't know. I, in my mind, All Might being overpowered works way more than how they tried to show off Deku being underpowered. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yeah. I, okay. I, fair. Yeah. All right. So there was one other character I wanted to talk about, but I could not for the life of me decide which list to put her in, whether it's underpowered or overpowered. Oh, no. No, it's, it's Megamine from Konosuba. Is she underpowered or oh, overpowered? Okay. Seriously, I, I have She's overpowered. Know. That's the joke. No, yeah, that's the joke. She's like, overpowered. She's overpowered, but because of but it's circumstantial because falsely. she can only use it once a day, so she's... Yeah. But doesn't that make her underpowered if she can only use it once a day? Because that's that, the joke. Alex, it's Kona a fucking Super comedy. A, that's the joke. I know, but <laughs> Why I, are you oh, taking Alex. anime so seriously? Alex, what are you doing? I'm just trying to decide whether I think that makes her underpowered or overpowered. Because if she goes and does her little fucking explosion thing, and she's by herself, right? Where there's no one else around her that can help her. And she does that, and she doesn't kill every single enemy. She's fucked. I think the whole idea of Konosuba is that they're all pretty shit and useless, so I guess... Yeah. Well, yeah. And she doesn't even use her power, like, super strategically, so I guess she would be underpowered. Yeah, that's my point. Like, she doesn't use her power strategically. She just wants to explode shit all the time. And even though her, her like, ability is super powerful, it's got these limitations that kind of make her, like, useless... <laughs> Alex, 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 let me let me let me introduce you to a certain concept, okay? Bear with me. <clears throat> comedy. Comedy. <laughs> I know it's supposed to be comedy, but I don't know what list to put her in. Uh, don't listen, Thank you. my mind works in mysterious ways. No, you just like to jerk off to Megumi Doji and fucking Lolicon. Listen here. <laughs> I'm you not can't defend yourself. <laughs> but shut the fuck up. <laughs> I'm a man I'm of, so sorry. I'm a I'm man so sorry. of constant culture. What are you? What is a man? But invisible you pile get? of secrets. Um Oh god. Castle we didn't mention any of the characters from Castlevania. Uh what did they have to do with anything? Yeah. I don't know, Trevor Belmont's pretty OP. Uh, no he's not he's oh my no god. he's not it's just a guy. He's just a Belmont. Like they're yeah. not OP. Oh they're just he's monster just, hunters. He's just. He says that a lot in this story. I'm just a Belmont. Yeah. Yeah. That's the. Po- oh, God, God damn it. I'm done. I'm fucking this. <laughs> fucking. I'm See? done. All right. I. 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 I, I fucking I've, I've headphones. Done, I'm throwing them away. I've, do, I've done my job here tonight. I've gotten everyone frustrated. <laughs> 
<laughs> all right. Thank you all there for Does this podcast have a problem? Shut up. I'm trying to get this, I'm trying to get us <laughs> out of here because I'm sure show is very hungry. Uh, thank you out there for dropping in to listen to us. Check the description below to find links to Anime Club, After Dark on Twitch, on social media, and on Discord. Check out our merch store and our affiliate links as well. Any purchases you make there do really help us out. With that, I have been your host, Alex, and I will see you next time where I'm sure I will frustrate everyone yet again. Say goodnight, everybody. Good night. Twitch.tv slash anime club after dark. <laughs> I am dog. Okay. What? <laughs> what? I am dog. I am okay. dog? For prefer I... doggy style? I, whoa. I do. Whoa. 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 Oh, okay. So, John, have you discovered Hole Alive too? I fell in the rabbit hole weeks ago. And I was yes! just like. <laughs> One of us. I've One got of two us. out of three. I show. No. <laughs> Listen, no. <laughs> it started with Galgura, and I was like, oh, yeah, the memes. But then I, I discovered Corona Unigami, and I'm just in love. Yes. Oh, no. Best dog got him. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we got, we got him. him. I thought I had it all together. All together. But now I was kind of straight. Then you walked away. <laughs>